domain to the district of Tyree and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And the disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. Jesus answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, and even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her, her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord.
in my early years, I had a classmate in school, her name was Jody. And I know for sure kindergarten and first grade, I don't know how far it went. But Jody was given M&Ms for every time she would say something to a teacher. Because she didn't say much. And it wasn't until her and I chatted as an adult, she said, I figured that one out really quick. So I just intentionally didn't say anything so I could get more M&Ms. So, knowing that from a young age I understood this, nothing is really free, doesn't surprise you that many years later, I saw love, God's love and grace being that same thing. Something, something that isn't free, something I have to earn. Though we Lutherans like to proclaim this, this free grace, deep down we look around and we say, well, yeah, it's free for me, but maybe not for that person. The money more, the more money we have, the more grace we seem to believe we have. Or the more kneeling prayers we do, the more grace we can earn. <coughs> we live in a country where numbers are important. How much money do you make? How many cars do you have? How much money do you have saved up for retirement? Churches are the same. I can't tell you how many people, when they find out I am a pastor here, or that I'm helping out at New Scandinavia, don't start with, so how many people do you worship on a Sunday? Truth is, I know a good number of very active churches that are doing huge things in their community, but you wouldn't know it if you came to church on Sunday morning. Because it's not for them about what's in the pews. I think we as, as Americans, we as Lutheran Americans, struggle to understand that God's grace is more than what we can count. In our Romans text today, Paul is looking at God's love and mercy as he has through the whole book of Romans. And he asks the question, that are the chosen people still in a right relationship with God? Wondering if God has turned his back on them because they're not seeing the increase of Jesus' followers amongst the Jews compared to the Gentiles. It's almost like Paul is counting what's in the pew. Has God given up on them because they don't see Jesus as the Messiah? Paul is quick to answer that. No, that's not it. Because the chosen ones, the Jews, will always be the chosen ones. God never takes that away from them. But Paul wants us to understand how expansive God's love is. What's strange is you would think that would make us happier to know that God's love is so enormous that it can't be contained into one group. 
Because we want to feel special. We don't want to feel like everyone else. We want to be an in crowd. Because if it's more than 144,000, then maybe the person down the street, who always seems to bring trouble wherever they are, is in the group as well, is also safe. And maybe that politician that is so wrong receives abundant grace as well. And maybe that person we don't even want to think about is loved by God too. Because if grace is for me, and trust me, I've screwed up a lot in my life, then why is grace not for them as well? Or to look at it another way, if grace is for them, then I am certainly worthy of it as well. While we live in a society that says nothing in life is free, Paul reminds us that idea is incorrect. Because life itself, to be created by God and loved by God and forgiven by God and given new life in Jesus Christ is free for you and for all of those you encounter. It is a promise for the chosen and the adopted, for the Jews and the Gentiles, the believers and the non-believers. It's for you and for me and for everyone. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters in Christ, grace flows abundantly and is always yours. For that, we are required to do nothing. But we get to share that with others so that they are able to experience that amazing grace as well. Thanks, Victoria.